Hi, it's Andrea coming to you today for a special announcement about the Better With Friends podcast. For over a year, Laura Lee and I have been putting out a weekly episode of varying lengths and topics. As we all know, responsibilities and priorities shift throughout different seasons in life. And because of this, we have decided to scale back a little bit. This means that future episodes of Better With Friends will be released every other week, and our intent is to make them slightly shorter, although we may not always be able to do that. We have a lot of fun putting these out for you and hope you have enjoyed listening to them. As always, we love your feedback. Please reach out to us on Instagram or Facebook. And now please enjoy a re-release of one of our favorite episodes. I would just kind of wiggle and just sort of self self propel. Feel like you need like a wind up swing like babies. Yeah. They have those little wind up ones. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I was thinking maybe a hot shirtless guy, but a wind up swing, that's not bad. Well, sometimes <laughs> hot shirtless guys are not available. <laughs> kind of have to find the wind up toys to do it themselves. <laughs> this took a turn. <laughs> We're trying to keep this PG. Hi, I'm Andrea. And I'm Laura Lee. A few months ago, we met randomly and hit it off, only to discover we had spent four years of our mid-twenties together at the same university, getting the same degree, in the same exact class, and never got to know each other. Since then, we both have lived some life. We changed cities, got married, had kids, only to find ourselves once again in the same place at the same time for a second chance at friendship. We invite you to listen in as we explore how life can be better with friends. Welcome to my living room, Laura Lee. Mm, thank you, darling. It's good to be here. <laughs> Sitting face to face, recording our 21st episode. <gasps> wow. What were you doing when you were 21? Oh, my. <laughs> what was I? Oh, were you prob- in school? I was... Probably university with you, I, I'm guessing, and also working at a gas station. Okay. That was my job. Petro okay. Canada. Okay. I think so. When I was 21, yeah, I was at university. Where was I working? Oh, I was probably working at IGA Oh. as a cashier, either a cashier or a deli because I did both. Hmm. Yeah. And renting a room from my friend. That's what I was doing. 21. I used to lie about my age and I, I would say I was 23. Well past I was 23. Maybe I mentioned this before. I'm not no. sure. And I just thought about that the other day thinking it's a good thing I stopped doing that because that would be really weird. That would be super weird. <laughs> <laughs> How do you have a 16 year old yeah. if you're 23 years old? <laughs> you got some splaining to also, do. People would think I'm just crazy. But oh, I am a little, well, a little bit of crazy is okay. I don't know why I honed in on twenty three. I just really like twenty three. I think it was a good year. I don't know. That's what oh. happens. Haley yeah. and I were just watching a new show on. Well, I don't know. It could be old. I it, new to us show on okay. Netflix called One Hundred People. Hey, Laura Lee here. So this is going to be really funny considering what we talk about next about cognitive abilities in your later years, but I totally got the name of the show wrong. It's not called 100 People. It's called 100 Humans. Anywho, here we go. Back to the show. Oh, I saw, I was watching that with Isaac. Get out. Yeah, it was really good. I have to add it to the list of coincidences. Okay. Yeah. And we were watching the one on the generations where, you know, they were doing different tests for, um the different 
20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, and 60 pluses mm-hmm. to see who can, um, who has better memories, who has better agility, who has different kind of things like that. Yeah. And it was so interesting, and I really have no idea why I wanted to share this at that moment. It had something to do with lying about my age, but now I have Memory, no maybe? Memory, probably, yeah. So who was, who was the best at those things? Probably the 20s. The 20s did win... Uh, the overall challenge. Okay. My bracelets get very loud. Sorry. I'm going <laughs> to, I'm just going to quit talking with my hands. Um, but the sixties surprisingly did really well on memory, cognitive, figuring out, communicating kind of skills. They oh, had to build okay. a chair and one person was sitting far away with a walkie talkie and had the instructions to the probably Ikea chair. Yeah. And then the rest of the team had the walkie-talkie, and they had to listen to the instructions on how to put the chair together. And the 60-pluses finished first. Okay. And they did mention that it's a bit of a myth that as you get older, your memory gets worse. They actually thought the reason why the 60s were doing so well is because they were getting more sleep. Oh. And I thought that's really good because lately... With my job, I've been able to remember a lot of things. And it's always sort of been a good, like, I've always had a pretty good memory. Mm -hmm. Especially when it came to work, when I'm supposed to remember things. If if it's not work-related and I'm not getting paid to remember it, then all bets (laughs) are off. But typically for work, I've noticed that especially lately... I've been doing really well, and I don't know if I've been getting more sleep. I don't okay. feel like I'm getting more sleep, but Sundays I get lots of sleep. Nice. That's good. Delightful nap today. Oh, lovely. So good at that. I think memory gets better the more you use it. Like, mm. the more you use your brain, the better it gets. That's kind of what I'm thinking. Hmm. Well, I thought that sleep thing in your retirement age was an interesting twist yep. that I hadn't thought of before. But that would make sense. So how much sleep do you typically get at night? Not not on a Sunday. Like not the on week, a Sunday. On average. Probably seven and a half hours. I've always okay. kind of, that's sort of been my sweet spot. I yeah. can usually function pretty well with seven and a half hours. Yeah. But would do even better with nine. Yeah. I think I my sweet spot is eight. If I can get eight hours of sleep, that then I'm, I'm, I'm set up really good. Yeah. Yeah. I am not, I'm never, have you ever been a morning person? Not really. No. Like there's a couple of times when I've had to get up early and like during the, it's easier in the summer, obviously, because Mm. it's light outside, but I get up early to like catch a flight or, or start driving somewhere or whatever. And I'm like, Oh, it's so pretty and calm and peaceful. I should get up more. No, that never happens. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I can appreciate the beauty and the quiet of the morning. But I would much rather just stay in bed. Yeah. That has always been my MO as well. Mm-hmm. And I've been trying to wake up a lot earlier to work before, like to try to shore up the time distance between yeah. everyone else that I'm working with. But I've it's, it hasn't been bad, but I peak at like one o'clock and, or mm-hmm. even 12 and I'm just like, I'm done. I just, yeah. cause I'm not getting to bed any sooner I need to get to bed Mm. sooner but it just doesn't seem to be happening Uh, gotcha as much as I would like yeah people ask are you a morning person or a night person I'm like I think I do best in the afternoon to be honest Uh 
Yeah. Like there are some, definitely some nights where I feel like, oh, I have lots of energy. Let's watch a movie. But then you fall 20 asleep. minutes in, I fall asleep. <laughs> so obviously that, that never is the truth. No. I should never believe that lie. Nope. That's a big fat lie. Yeah. I'm never going to. Yeah. Or I'll read. I'm like, oh, I have some. Oh, okay. <laughs> Bracelets. Note for the audio. Yeah. <laughs> Charlie's bracelet, while beautiful, is noisy <laughs> and disruptive to podcasting. I'll wrap my arm in this blanket here. Um, where were we? Uh, oh, yeah. Movie. I'll think I'm going to read a book. I have lots of energy. I've had too much coffee today. Yeah. I've had a nap, whatever. Three pages in. Done. Done. So, But yesterday, I did have a very rare occurrence of reading for three-ish hours. I did include also a nap. I was on wow. the back deck. Oh, you had an outdoor nap? I had an outdoor reading and nap. That sounds delightful. I was I was just a sloth all day long. That's fine. I haven't done that forever, and I embraced it. Mm-hmm. I watched a bunch of TV in the morning with the kids. Then I moved out to the deck, still in my PJs. Nice. Had my book read forever. Children kept coming. When are you going to do something? When are you going to do something with me? And I said, not today. And <laughs> that, it's called boundaries. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it was, oh, it was delightful. That sounds nice. And nobody died. If you nobody, didn't do anything, yeah. like everybody was fine. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, I, I dragged, is that a word? Drug? No, I, don't, I didn't drug anyone. <laughs> But I, I dragged down with me because he had intentions, drugged, cheese, dragged down, down with me because he had intentions of being productive and oh. I really was not helpful. No. He started out productive and then he came to sit down and have lunch with me on the deck and then we both had a nap and then that was all over. Yeah. So much for productivity. Yeah. Plus it was hot and humid and ugh. It's kind of gross outside and so smoky. Yes. It's very smoky outside. Yes. yes. You found out that my uh, backyard swing folds down into a bed mm. and you were quite excited about yeah, that. Yeah, that would be my perfect solution. Yes. I need some outdoor pillows to live out there. I don't. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I do need some of those. So They're on sale now. Yes. Everywhere. Yeah. I should go. Yeah. And get some for next year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the only thing about the the outdoor swing of the traditional patio swing persuasion. Yeah. Is you do need someone to stand there and gently push you. Oh, I feel like. Okay. That'd be nice. I would just kind of wiggle and just sort of self self propel. I feel like You need like a wind-up swing like babies. Yeah. And they have those little wind-up ones. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I was thinking maybe a hot shirtless guy, but a wind-up swing, that's not bad. Well, sometimes <laughs> hot shirtless guys are not available, <laughs> as as I have found out. Yeah, so you, mm. you kind of have to find the wind-up toys that do it themselves. <laughs> this took a turn. <laughs> we're trying to keep this PG. We are. We're it's still PG. PG. Just G. We're just, we're just, we're it's yeah. just implication. It's not. If you don't say it explicitly, are you blushing right now? I might be. <laughs> oh, goodness. Oh, but I have actually taken my living room pillows out to to the 
those chairs sure. because they, they are very slanty. So if I want to read, yeah. I need to have something. Behind your to... head. Otherwise yeah. your head's staring at the ceiling yeah. or the sky. That nobody, I guess it would be. Nobody wants that. No. No. It's not comfy. Not at all. Uh, those egg chairs have become really popular, but I don't know yeah. that necessarily I could get comfortable enough in them. Hmm. So I like the classic patio swing yeah. still for that. But. They're good. So you had a busy Sunday today. You were well doing a lot of out and about and visiting. I was doing a little bit more out and about than I am want to do. And want to do? I don't know. Oh, wow. You're so fancy. I don't know where that came from. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had to go pick up something from a friend of mine. And she's like, hey, do you want to visit for a bit? And I'm like, sure. So sat and visited with her for a bit. Then on my way home from that my cousin called is like I'm going for a walk do you want to meet me afterwards and we'll have a visit I'm like sure because I can't walk with her because she walks fast like she's she typically walks faster than me but if she's like walking with the purpose of exercising (laughs) she's like and I'm like I'm I'm like we're not we're not walking compatible I'm sorry like I'm a little bit more laid back in in a lot of ways from her. Mm. But I was like, I will visit with you afterwards. That sounds lovely. Yeah, we're very... We're, she's my cousin, so we, we get along great. But she's very different. She's she's very um, A-type personality. Mm. And I think I'm like a L-type personality <laughs> or something, if that's a thing. You know, she's, uh, she's an excellent cook. She loves cooking. Like, she's, she's very mm. fancy. She will... She will make herself gourmet meals on a Ooh. regular basis. She lives alone? She does. Okay. Yeah. Wow. That's well, a lot she's, of... She's with... She, she's an adult daughter that lives with okay. her. But, so they share. But, um, but yeah, she will cook for herself. Fancy meals. Wow. Whereas I, as my Scottish friend would say, couldn't be arsed <laughs> to make myself a fancy meal. Oh, that's good. Yeah. No, I'm I'm very no. Have you always been cooking averse? I think so. Yeah. I think I've just the last couple of years I've just really embraced it. Like before I I I felt so guilty. I felt like I was less of a woman, less of a homemaker because I didn't I did just didn't care. And like I I like food. I like good food, but mm-hmm. I'm just as happy to pay somebody to make it for me than to make it myself you know and you know even when the budget was tight I would rather just make myself some pasta and meat sauce and heat up some frozen meatballs from Costco and call it a day like mm. uh, that was fine my sister likes cooking she's a lot better cook than I am hmm. let's dive into your childhood shall we shall we what was your your childhood cooking influences your mom was ill at a yeah um, early age well ish yeah I was 13 when she got ill and then my grandma actually came and lived with us for a bunch of years so my grandma would do the cooking and she didn't try to was she sort of someone who didn't want anyone in her kitchen or did she want to try to include you in that or I don't ever remember feeling included not that I was excluded but Uh I don't think I had an interest I think if I would have shown an interest she would have showed me but she kind of just did her thing and your dad was he a a traditional nineteen seventies eighties type dad who worked worked outside of the home and yeah. didn't so much 
Yeah, I remember. I, I seem to remember him cooking some stuff, but I mean, it was such a long time ago. Because hmm. my dad could make a cup of like a, a can of soup. Yeah, he could do eggs really well. Okay. And in later years, he and my mom would make soups together, healthy soups together, using stuff from the garden. Okay. But he was never really into cooking. He's not the primary cooker. No. He would help. He'd be happy to help. Yeah. Give him a job. He'd peel potatoes. He would chop carrots. He would whatever. A good sous A good sous chef. Very good sous chef. Yeah. But it was not something he enjoyed nor felt like ever yeah. doing and he was always very busy he was always outside on the farm doing something so it was right. it just the roles got separated in a very traditional sense yeah, yeah that yeah. makes sense what was your favorite meal growing up uh my mom and i you also haven't made it very much but my mom used to make the sweet and sour meatballs that had mm. pineapple in the sauce oh and she served it with rice and you know veggies or whatever, and I love anything sweet and sour. Okay, but Dan does not. Ew. And Haley doesn't really love it either. Okay, I think Jaden and, and Olivia like sweet and sour. But anyway, so I just don't make a lot of sweet and sour stuff. Right, because it's. I think and, I think you should make it when Dan is because he goes away for a couple days right, at a time. Yeah. you should absolutely make it. For I, yourself. I could almost make it this week. He's going to be... Yeah. He has this thing with work where it's a big kind of like work conference thing. And he's staying in a hotel in Calgary. What? Yeah. It's so weird. I get... Because people are coming from outside of Calgary. So they yeah. had to put them in hotels. So I guess they figured, well, we'll just put everyone in the hotel. Is there you, any way you can swing a night in a well, hotel? That's what I was wondering. Or like, use the pool? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll see. I don't know. Anyways, so I could. <laughs> I could do sweet and sour meatballs. Yeah, this week you totally possibly. should. And I think I have the Costco ones in the freezer, which mm. makes things so much easier. It does. Yeah. Now the Costco ones have like a flavoring to them, though. They're Italian. I don't know that that would be a problem. Okay. I don't love store bought meatballs, and these ones I quite like. I don't know what the deal is. Oh, I'm... maybe the ones from the store are pork and beef, and for some reason I just don't like the M M&M and M meats ones. Oh, okay. I don't love those. No. Let's have a weird texture. I just, maybe it's the texture. Maybe, I don't know, but I yeah. love the Costco ones. Yeah, mm. they're good. I Delightful. think I usually have a package of that in the freezer. Like, it's kind of a staple. Yeah. Yeah. And when you need a quick meal, especially for one person, so easy to portion. Like, and, it's, and it's just. I've, I've given it to my son for, for lunches sometimes. Oh. I'll heat, I'll heat them up in the microwave in, um, like, in the morning. Uh-huh. And then throw it in with some like leftover rice and sauce and in a thermos. Oh, nice. Yeah. You could even do a meatball sub if you were fancy. But we know I'm not fancy. Okay. Well, it's not. <laughs> you have an air fryer, right? You just I put do. the meatballs in there. Yeah. And then put some cheese on a hot dog bun. Mm-hmm. Maybe a bit of spaghetti sauce. Maybe. That would be good. Easy. Done. Yeah. Might be messy, though. That could be messy and soggy by mm. end of day. Mm. Or you put yeah. the meatballs in the sauce oh, in so the it's thermos. A so it's a do-it-yourself thing. Yeah. <gasps> nice. I am not looking forward to lunches this year. <sighs> yeah. That is the bane of all mother's existence, yeah. I think. You know, and even if I... Because I have some friends who are like, just get him to make his own. Well, that's fine. But I still have to buy the groceries mm-hmm. so that he can put things together. I still have to think about lunches mm-hmm. for him. 
at some unless you just do the lunchables route and just go to costco and buy a big box of lunchables i could it, do that but I, that kind of grosses me out we do it on occasion but it it's good to have in a pinch for it's, sure uh, i feel like a really bad human for doing that to my children because mm, how long have those things been sealed up in some sort of noxious gas to keep it from molding <laughs> i don't know but know. okay, speaking of not great parenting, uh, oh, is that going to be skills? the theme? That should be the theme of this episode. <laughs> okay, not great parenting. <laughs> yes, uh, I had a brainwave. We were at the lake the other day, and I, I don't know why. It's like a Pavlovian response, I guess, that when you're at the beach or at the lake, then you have hot dogs. Okay, because yeah. we often are camping, and then yeah. that's the quickest thing you can make after For a sure. long day at beach, right? Came home frozen. Hot dogs in the freezer, put them directly into the air fryer. They were amazing. Oh. It was like we cooked them over an open fire. I had I put them in the air fryer, went to have a shower, yeah. came back, they were ready to go. Wow. I never thought of this before. And it was so easy. Wow. No thawing. How long did you put them in? Well, probably a little too long because I just okay. usually hit the start and there's a preset that's 180 degrees for 15 minutes. Okay. And so they were in that whole time. Okay. But but they were frozen. But they were frozen. I think I did shake them in between somewhere. And so some parts were getting crispy and some parts were still okay. kind of yeah, yeah. not. They were still very square. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So probably 10 minutes if you shook it diligently okay would have been perfect oh, okay. but honestly still pretty darn good yeah that's pretty good that was a good tip for a quick meal yes that's not very healthy do you no always one. have hot dog buns no on hand though no we had to run to the circle k to pick up some hot dogs. oh okay but we had potato salad in the fridge we had chips we had lots of cut up veggies so it was that's perfect easy couldn't be more easy. Were these it... vegetarian hot dogs? No, there? they were not. <laughs> <laughs> Busted. Busted. How's yeah. that going? Yeah, that, that that actually, I fell off the wagon pretty early in July mm-hmm. because we went on a trip and I realized how hard it was to even find vegetarian type options when you're mm-hmm. on a long road trip. Yeah. <sighs> so... I think I did try to go to A and W to get a Beyond Burger there. Oh, yeah. Nobody bacon? else, nobody else wanted to go to A and W. I wasn't going to make a separate trip there. Right. So we ended up going to Tim's, and they have these delightful chicken burrito bowls now. Oh, okay. That was a huge hit. Okay. So I cheated with chicken first. Okay. And then when you're at other people's homes, yeah, you're not going to make a big stink no. about it, right? So they well, served burgers, do. and I ate happily ate burgers. Yeah, and then I just realized, well, you were just completely off the wagon. The wagon is nowhere in sight. There's, it's gone away. It's gone, and I haven't Past gotten back into it. Yeah. Okay. But I also haven't done any of my um, blood work or whatever that I was hoping to do while oh. I was doing the neat fast, so yeah. that I could see if it made any difference. So. Now I'm not so sure if I want to go back there and try to do it again maybe you, just to maybe see. Maybe you do like, like meatless Mondays. Yeah. Like just do it like once or a week. Or even like a week leading up to the test. Maybe that would work. Yeah. Like how long does it take for your... I don't your... know. I don't know either. Any doctors out there? Weigh in? Nutritionists? <laughs> how long does it take <sighs> for changes in your 
diet, diet to re- be reflecting in, reflected in your blood. Yeah. I don't know. Do you donate blood? I do donate blood. I haven't for a bit. Cool. But I do. I I only do it for the donuts, not because I like to... Oh, uh, I have... Ne- I, I donate regularly now. I started about a year ago. I started up again about mm-hmm. a year ago, and I've never had donuts. Yet. They, I think it because was a Winnipeg of COVID, thing. Well, and also mm-hmm. because of COVID, everything yeah. needs to be packaged yeah. and stuff like that, right? It's such a shame. The ones in Winnipeg, pre-COVID, of course, were apparently from Salisbury House or Smitty's. Salisbury something House? with an S. I, and I'm like, really? I would never think, because I, I love the donuts there. Okay. They were the cake ones without the icing. It sounds dry and, you know, whatever. They were delicious. delicious. And so one day I asked, where do you get your donuts? Because they, they seem, you know, mm. the Tim Hortons ones seem a little stale yeah. even when they come right out of the oven. Like yep. they're just, they have I don't a know. Taste. They they're have just, a taste. There's no love in there. Yeah. I'm sorry, <laughs> Tim Hortons. Uh, I mean, I'll still eat them quite happily. But they're they're not the yeah. same. Yeah. These ones just tasted different okay Mm. now i have to figure out who makes those donuts because they're probably here maybe an update would be we don't have salisbury house in calgary oh we don't no we have smitty's okay but there's no smitty's but it probably was sal's yeah so now it's like chips and other pre-packaged things that i don't enjoy nearly as much no although i did have a bag of cheesies Mm. The hard crispies yep. or the puffs? Nope, the hard crispy ones, like oh. the Hawkins cheesies. Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty good. Super salty. Oh, yeah. So salty. So delicious. Uh, I don't know if I could do that much salt No, in a sitting, although the bags are pretty small. Speaking of small, yep. the bags of chips getting smaller. Yes. You're lucky if you get five chips in there. Yep. You just opened a delightful package <laughs> of Chips Ahoy chocolate chip cookies here yeah they are the tenders the chewy tender ones but they're the size of a loony they're tiny you need six to make it worth your while yeah it's um it's very disappointing Mm. with the small sizes yeah what the heck is that so they can get more in a box maybe well maybe the the number is the same so you think oh i'm still getting two dozen cookies but, but it's they're so small. shafting you. They are shafting me. Hmm. Although Jaden, I took him for a Big Mac the other day, mm-hmm. and it looked like the Jayden original. Jaden had a Big Mac. Big Mac. Oh my word! He loves him a Big Mac. It's wow. as big as his head. Yeah. Because now, <laughs> like, so they have you know this whatever Big Mac Extreme or something. So it looks oh. the way it does in the pictures a yeah. bit more. Like it's actually okay. Sort of tall, and. He was in his element. He wow. just loved that sucker. Isaac will eat a Big Mac as well. He is fully away. Like there's there's no hope for uh, a happy meal for him. Oh anymore, yeah, unless it's two happy meals. Yeah, we went through stages where he would be good with a happy meal, and then he's like, "Mom, can I have a happy meal plus another cheeseburger?" I'm like, "Uh, okay." <laughs> and now it's like he's in the full the full meal double cheeseburger hat meal mm. or yeah anyway what's your mcdonald's order honestly it's the um junior mcchicken meal for five bucks oh but i don't think it's five bucks anymore it used to be five bucks i think it's more now but uh, it's it's just the smaller the smaller chicken burger i didn't even know there was one mm. i thought yeah. the only thing junior was at wendy's they have a junior mcchicken meal what yes 
I think it's like it comes to six something when I when get I, out. Yeah, that's, that's that. usually it. Or I will get a um, a cheeseburger. No quarter pounder with cheese. Well, there's is there a fork in the road in our similarities? There might be. What I would do, I would do quarter pounder with cheese, no onions though, because oh. I don't like the the crunchy. Like Sometimes the I just squeaky. pull them off. Because they're big enough on the quarter pounder that you can pull That's them off. That's true, but I'm usually driving while I'm eating. So oh, I just I, doing. Oh, I just pause, pull over for a minute, oh, okay. get everything all set up. Okay. Pull off you, the you onions. You could just ask for no onions. I could do that. Double pickles. Oh. <laughs> right? Wow. <laughs> oh, my blood. Sheesh. Yep. Where have you been all my life? I don't know. And then you know that it's going to be like fresh because they have to make it special because it's, you know. That's amazing. <laughs> You're welcome. Wow. Okay. And in my head, I feel like when I was a kid, McDonald's cheeseburgers had really finely minced onions and other burgers yes. had the big chunks. Yes. Did they ever do the finely minced anymore? I feel like that's not a thing. They do it on the why cheeseburgers. Why did they do that? Like, why did they switch it up? I don't know. Anyways. I don't know either. Yeah, I don't love onions. Of course, Jaden would ask for extra onions on everything. Weirdo. Because he can just eat onions. <laughs> <sighs> he doesn't get sick, though. So. Okay, well, I mean... <laughs> Maybe there's something to that. Yeah, that's good. That's good. But um, I notice on your coffee table here, you have the the lazy genius in the kitchen book that I started to read. And then, I don't know, it was a library book and I didn't get too far with it and um, had to return it how far are you in on that one um i'm actually not sure i think only a couple chapters i started reading it and then i got distracted um (laughs) but i pre-ordered the book because i'm a fan of the lazy genius i'm a fan of kendra adachi on instagram and she's like my book's coming out and if you pre-order it then you get all this other stuff and i'm like that sounds like a great deal so i pre-ordered it so it came in the mail yep um, what's the other stuff you got with it? I got some digital download stuff, uh, like some, some recipes and some, some other stuff. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I just heard of her recently. She was on another podcast I listened to, Don't Mom Alone. Oh. And maybe she was on something that we listened to together. I don't know how else I would have heard of her. It just kind of seemed like she kept popping up. Oh, okay. I don't follow her on Instagram oh, otherwise. Okay. Like, she's... But I, I heard of her, like, in a couple different ways. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I'm just going to see if I can get the book yeah. from the library. And there was a bit of a wait. Okay. And then I wasted my opportunity. Oh, okay. But I did find... It does sound like there's a whole philosophy, and then this just yeah. goes into the kitchen for this book. Yeah. Pretty much. And I enjoyed... The, the the way the book is set up, the pictures are lovely, the way it's kind of worded. It's a feels, great aesthetic. Yeah. It yeah. feels very girlfriend talking. Yeah, yeah. And not a lot of pressure. It's sort of a way to organize your kitchen in a way that makes your life easier and yeah. more efficient. And, but there's no set, like you have to do it this way. It's not like the... It's not prescriptive. Um, it's yeah. more like, okay, let's find what works for you. Yeah. Like, here are the principles to how I do it and apply these however it works for you and your family. Yeah. Like, my kitchen is going to be a lot different than your kitchen because I have one and a half people living in my kitchen. Yeah. And it's dependent on how you cook, what you cook, when you cook, 
why you cook. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And just sort of what works for you. And I, I thought it was interesting because it does look like her principles apply to so many more things than the kitchen. Mm-hmm. I probably should have backed up and read or heard more about that before I went into the kitchen. Oh. Because maybe it would... No, it would be fine. You okay. can just do whatever. One of... One, like she's, I think she has like five lazy genius principles, mm-hmm. um, and I cannot list them off the top of my head mm-hmm. right now. But one one of her things is start small. So I'm mm-hmm. like, well, that's great. Like clean out one junk drawer when you yeah. have time, and you're you're making progress, right? Um, one of her, one of her other ones is, and I'm I'm gonna get, I'm not gonna say it properly, but it's basically like. Decide well. Actually, I think it is decide once. Like the, yeah. the the this the things that like how you run your life or whatever. If you can decide once on something, then that's gonna free up your brain space and your energy, right? Right. Like one of the things that she has is her Monday uniform. So she knows every Monday morning she knows what she's gonna wear. Hmm. So she doesn't have to worry on Sunday night, or waking up Monday morning to like get started with the week. One of those things is already off the list. She knows that huh. she's wearing her chambray shirt and black leggings or something like that. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. So I've, I've done that with a lot of things actually. I've done it with my breakfast. I know what I'm having for breakfast almost every day because I'm having a yogurt parfait with yogurt and berries and granola. You just take that decision right out of it. Take that decision right out of the thing. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. And then some days do you think, Hmm. I'd rather have toast. Yeah. Do you and give yourself permission to have toast? Of course. Good. But I usually fry. <laughs> I usually fry an egg with that as well. Oh. Yeah. Sometimes I'll feel like mixing up a little bit, but I just wish I could do that with supper. Suppers are my like. I just, I think I've been playing around with how to figure out suppers for myself for a couple of years. So what I'm working with now is I'm really realizing that I can have breakfast for supper. Yeah, I, I can have lunch for supper. Absolutely. I don't have to have, I don't have to make myself a pot roast. That's you know? good. Yeah. That's a lot of prep time right there. I don't think I've ever made a pot roast. I've, I've made never pot made roast. a turkey. <gasps> what? I've never roasted a turkey. Because hmm. my sister hmm. loves cooking. So she invites you over. She invites me over and she hosts, She she's the one who hosts Easter and Thanksgiving and Christmas and stuff usually because my brother-in-law is allergic to cats and I have two cats so he can't come here. Oops. Good job. <laughs> I'm never hosting family dinners. <laughs> wow, set up. Well played. Yeah. Like so, that. and at this point in my life, I don't know if I'd want to make a turkey like You know, it's actually it's funny because it used to always be the holy grail of a family meal, the yep. big turkey dinner and Aside from all the dishes, it's actually not that hard to do, honestly. Yeah. It's kind of one of the easier meals you could make. Or like a roast chicken. Yeah. Really not that hard. Because you set it and forget it, basically. Pretty much. You baste it a little bit or whatever. But the thing with the turkey, generally, that I've always found tricky was just making sure that it was thawed in time to oh, cook. okay. But even then, you can run it under some cold water and you know, kind yeah. of bring it to closer to room temperature so yeah. that you start out in okay. a better place. But yeah, it's actually not as hard as I always thought it was. Mm. It's just getting everything kind of ready at the same time, which has always been a struggle for me. Ah, uh, the logistics yeah. of like, timing and stuff. I don't, and I, 
I can do it for Thanksgiving or whatever, but I don't love breakfast. Mm. Trying to get hash browns, toast, eggs, bacon, all at the same time. For some reason, that really stresses me out because I haven't had coffee yet. Yeah. So give me an hour. I'll make some coffee. Yeah. I'll be I'll good. let that sit in. <laughs> and then we'll work on the rest because I just, is that's not my area of expertise. Trying no. to get all those things together at the same time. Well, and you've got five people in your house. Yeah. Yeah. That's, but that's a lot. we don't do that very often, but no. on occasion we'll do it. Yeah. It's been a long time. Anywho, but yeah, it, uh, that's, that's not my happy place. No. It's trying to get all of those things together. So what is your favorite thing that you cook for your family? Ooh, uh, my, I don't know if I have a favorite thing. Okay. Okay. I do have a favorite thing. Okay. It just came to me. <laughs> There is a slow cooker soup. It's a taco soup recipe that basically oh. involves eight cans, I think. Let's oh. see if I can remember all eight cans. Please, because this sounds like something I need in my repertoire. This is such a good repertoire thingy. <laughs> you are not even going to believe it. Okay, I'm pretty sure one of the things is chicken stock. Okay. Might be a Tetra Pak box as opposed to a can. But okay. anyways, can of tomatoes. Yep. Whatever kind you like, chunky or not can of chicken i usually use the costco you know those big cans of like flake chicken it's like a flake chicken but they're bigger cans really i don't know about these oh they're good okay it's packed in water so it's not overly salty yeah like sometimes i get those ones from wherever else the cloverleaf chicken variety or even president's choice has one that's a blue label which is a little less salt so that's good but i do find them really salty oh, okay which i don't mind on a salad or something but right you've got enough salt it's a in lot of salt yeah. yeah so anyways i don't know where i was okay uh chicken stock tomatoes the chicken yeah um like a kidney bean yeah situation black beans, black beans, I like black beans whatever too. yeah i like black beans too corn that's five I think you put a, a, it's not a can, but it's like a packet of taco, taco powder. seasoning? Yep. yep. And what else? I might have to put it on the show notes. But okay. anyways, you dump it all in yep. a, oh, you could do olives. If you like olives, you don't have to do olives. I wouldn't. And I don't Isaac, know. Isaac for sure wouldn't eat it if there was olives in it. So I feel like it might be missing something key. But anyways, and then... Sometimes you can add, for instance, if you want to get really crazy, you could put a can of cheddar soup. Oh, yeah, to yeah. To get the cheesiness in there. Or once it's all done, you just serve it with cheese, cheese, sour cream, maybe a bit of guac, mm. some chips on the side. Of course, chips on the side. It is delightful, and it's everyone loves it. And that it like delicious. honestly couldn't be easier. Yeah, seriously, everything's already cooked. Yeah. So you don't have to put it on high because it'll be fine at low for all You just all need day to long. heat everything up. Yeah. yeah. And That's I mean, you could so... probably just put it in a pot for that matter and have it ready in 15 minutes. But right. there's a certain something when it's sitting there all day just yeah. getting ready. But that is so yummy and so easy. I'm definitely going to be making that mm-hmm. when the weather yeah. dips down but below 35 degrees. Or Which whatever. could be this week. <laughs> Apparently this week is supposed to be chilly. Is it? Yeah. Like 15 degrees. What? Yeah. Calgary's weird, man. Yeah. But that's, so that's one of my favorite things to make only because 
You need a can opener, yep. a slow cooker, yep. and really no skill. You know what? I have all three of those things in spades. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I also have an instant pot, um, which I thought I would use a lot more than I actually do. But mm. I do like the I do like the uh, the crock pot, especially if I'm working all day and like smelling all the stuff mm. come together. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Nice. I'm trying to think, I feel like there's other crock pot recipes but yeah summer is not an ideal time no i like making chili yeah me too like there's something therapeutic about the chopping of the onions and the chopping of the everything and putting it in there and letting it in yeah so that's good uh i don't love making like a like a full meal like the turkey dinner thing where there's a bunch of different parts yeah i prefer a casserole or A stir fry or something, a salad with meat on it mm-hmm. or, you know, something like that. Or I, like one pot yeah. meals and stuff. Yeah. Okay. But often that's not what we do. We do some sort of meat, some sort of starch, some sort of veggie and a salad or something. Yeah. Nothing wrong with yeah. that. Like when you grow up uh, in a smaller town, te- well, also the 70s and 80s, <laughs> there weren't a lot of convenience foods no other than the tv dinners that like my mom never yeah ever did that um fish sticks we had fish sticks yeah once in a while yeah that would probably would have been fish sticks and mccain's fries would have been and i didn't love mccain's fries they were too Mm. i don't know they weren't crispy enough or they they, i buy the extra crispy ones what's the one like the too mealy is that the word like they just i don't know they didn't taste like potatoes somehow Mm. weird so yeah. That was the convenience food of the time. But otherwise, my convenience mom did a lot of Convenience food wasn't cooking. as tasty, I would say. Yeah. But now it's pretty tasty. Yeah. Now, <laughs> like, there wasn't Costco. There wasn't M&M Meats. There yeah. wasn't all these things, right? Yeah. And even though she was working mostly part-time, but she did have some longer days where she'd get home at 4.30 or 5, and then mm. we'd have to, as kids, start the meal. And we would usually call her at work. Okay, what are we supposed to get ready for supper? Yeah. Okay, make a salad. And then put a pot of water on and fill it about halfway. And yeah. we'd always have these discussions about well, which pot and, <laughs> and how much water and whatever. So we named our pots because oh. we had different, like it wasn't a nice set of okay. pots. They were all very like garage sale different okay. varieties Mismatch. that were inher- yeah, yeah. inherited over the years or whatever. So we had a really big bellied pot that we called Dorothy. Oh. And then there was a really heavy iron cast iron saucepan that we called Susan. Oh. So sometimes she'd just be okay, fill Dorothy halfway with water, <laughs> and then we're gonna whatever. But we, I remember making things like potato dumplings on my oh, own okay. from a young age. Okay. With leftover mashed potatoes. Yeah. And how do you make those? Oh, it's not hard. You take the cold mashed potatoes. Yeah. Like you add like an egg. Okay. Maybe a bit of salt, some flour. Yeah. I want to say that's it. Okay. And you knead it with your hands until it comes together, kind of like cookie dough texture. Okay. Yeah. And then you roll it out into a sausage-like okay. thing. Yeah. And you cut, cut it. it. We were fancy, so we cut it on diagonal. Oh, very nice. Yeah. Yeah. Presentation is everything. <laughs> of course. And then you you have Dorothy ready with half boiling water. Oh. And you drop the pieces into the water. I thought you would fry them. 
Well, you know, I think some people do, but I feel like you have to boil them first to get them cooked. Oh, okay. They kind of puff a little bit. Like, not overly, but somehow they seem to have a different texture. They're not heavy, like, well, kind of there. But anyway, but they're still delightful. But I do believe that some people would fry them with eggs. Or oh, okay. not eggs with onions afterwards. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. and that Crispy. would also be good. Yum, yum, yum. Yeah, but we like them just the boiled way, and then if you had, for instance, roast beef oh. leftovers yeah. from the previous night, where you had the mashed potatoes yeah. and still some gravy left over. Mm, gravy. Oh, those were amazing. I haven't made those for my kids. I don't think ever. So apparently, we're a, we're a recipe podcast now. Yeah, that's okay. It's supper time. It is. <laughs> the heart wants what the heart wants. The stomach wants what the stomach wants. There you go. Yeah, I had really great grandmas who are amazing cooks. So mm. I had a lot of good food growing up. And my paternal grandmother didn't really show me how to cook. I kind of wish she would have a little yeah. bit more. On occasion, we'd go there and do things together. But no, yeah. she wasn't quite as come Let make me... food with me like my other grandma i spent a lot of time she was sort of my daycare and we would make noodles fresh oh, noodles together lovely. we would make open-faced buns we would make all sorts of food together lots of baking lots mm-hmm. of cookies lots of whatever so i was inundated with cooking yeah which helps i can i can do some stuff yeah i just don't love doing the stuff always oh. You can't always, you can't always generate a desire to do something out of thin air. Yeah, but mm. I guess I appreciate it a bit more, just knowing sometimes what the work is going into it. Or yeah, I'm getting hungry. Are you? I I kind of am too. Yeah, let's go to McDonald's. Oh, we should. <laughs> Want to go to McDonald's? Pick up a Big Mac meal for my son. <laughs> That's not a bad idea. All right. Okay. Okay, let's stop this right now. Okay. Bye guys. Bye. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening to our podcast. We hope you enjoyed it and that it sparks new conversations with friends in your life. Please follow and subscribe to Better With Friends wherever you listen to podcasts and tell your friends too. We'd appreciate a five-star rating and a nice review. We are on Instagram at betterwithfriends.pod and you can email us at betterwithfriends at outlook.com. We would really love to connect with you. Until next time, bye.